Hi fam, I'm Katie. And this is Ginny. And we are the Gabby Girls. Hi guys. Welcome back to another episode of Gabby Girls. This is Katie and that is Ginny. How are you? <laughs> Welcome back to episode 30. Are you okay? No. <laughs> What's going on? Talk to me. <laughs> I don't know. I thought we were going to switch it up. So I just like, you know, I went off the hip, you know, welcome to it. Okay. Straight from the dome. Yeah. I think we'll just, we'll just start switching it up, you know, every time. What does that find, mean? I don't know. Until we find like one we really like. Who knows? Oh, like a little phrase we like, you mean? Yeah. Our new intro, new rhythm, new beat. Who knows? You oh, know. okay. All right. I'm here for it. Okay. How are you? Oh boy, I'm good. Um, a lot has happened. A lot has happened in the past week. Hit I got me. my hair done. I'm mm-hmm. back to normal. This is what I originally wanted. I'm very happy. I need to straighten it so I can really see what it looks like, but it's exciting times no, over here. No, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. You. You, so you called me the day that you got it done, FaceTimed, mm-hmm. and I could just see the glow in your face was had returned. <laughs> with that golden halo surrounding it <laughs> i know i don't know why it just it was just it's so different and it makes me just feel so much more attractive it's unbelievable i don't get it but um so that's great i took a golf lesson which was good um really enjoy it can't wait to actually be able to play golf one day <laughs> just practice um, yeah oh, wait have you played have you played no. yet or are you just taking lessons no you gotta just get out there well, we got to work on consistently hitting the ball in a, in a direction. I know, know, but you know, you still have to play to practice. Yeah. I think, I think I'll probably take like two or three more lessons and then we'll get out there. Cause Boyd, Boyd especially is just very nervous about like making a fool of himself and he wants to like have a grip when we go out in oh. public. Okay. Um, do you want to hear a funny story about me playing golf? Yeah. I have two. So okay. I was on the golf team in high school mm-hmm. and You're one of two girls. Uh, yeah, but I'm, I was not on the varsity team. So I played my ninth in ninth and 10th grade and then my junior and senior year. I don't know why I said it like that. 11th and 12th grade. I didn't play, but anyways, the other girl was on the varsity and I was not. Um, so I was the only girl on my team and I was not good. Like my dad's a professional golfer. I am not, I know the rules. I know how to play, but I'm not good. So I, uh, in one of our, like, so we'd play every day. Like that was our, um, practice. How do you say it? Like when you go to practice, you just play around to golf every day. I don't know why that yeah, was so hard scrimmage. to get out, but anyways. Yeah. So, so we didn't like go to the range every day. We'd go and play nine holes. And I, one day it was raining out and I didn't have my rain glove and the coach was watching me. Also the varsity coach was watching me. I don't know why he'd ever be watching me, but he was, and the club flew out of my hands and got stuck in the trees, like way high, like really, really, really high up. Yeah. And so once that happened, I was kind of like, I can do whatever I want <laughs> because it wasn't that bad. I mean, it was embarrassing. It took forever to get the club down, but get it down. Uh, we were throwing stuff at it, other clubs, other people's clubs, balls. Okay. And eventually we got it. It was like a team effort. That was a real team building experience. But we did get, we did retrieve the club. Wow. And I just remember thinking like, oh, that's like basically the worst that could possibly happen out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the next thing that happened was my dad came to watch me for the first time, watch me play in a match. And we we're playing Hanover. Mm-hmm. And this girl walked in front of me while I was hitting and I nailed her, like hit her right between the shoulder blades, dropped her. And uh, I saw my dad. He was like on the other side of the green. I just saw him also drop because I know he was trying not to laugh and like roll down the <laughs> hill. And uh, she saved me like five strokes because I hit that ball way too hard. <laughs> <gasps> but yeah, my dad never came back. And thank oh, God. No. Wait, really? But yeah. So like it's okay to be embarrassing on the golf course. <laughs> Things happen. Um one time I was at the driving range with like a big group of people and someone walked where I was swinging and I hit them so hard in the head. Um, and they started bleeding and yeah, not good. 
Were you there? Wow. No. Okay. Um, One time Trey hit me with a golf club, like a just the club, not the ball on purpose. Yeah. Well, I was really fucking with him. I kept knocking his ball off the tee. I don't know. That was <laughs> That's a rude thing to do. It's that a was a really ass. rude thing to do, but I kept doing it. Yeah. And then he just hit me with his driver. Did it hurt? Like a bitch. Knocked the wind out of me. <laughs> oh, shit. He really hit me hard. He really hit me hard. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was in like eighth grade. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. No, yeah. Golf clubs are scary. Like, even Wait, being who did you sc- hit? Do you know? Oh, yeah. Michael Cyphers. He was trying to. I hit him really Man. hard. Yeah. I didn't care. Why did he walk? How was, did he walk in front of you? Like, was, what was he doing? He was trying he to like walk show in me. front of anyone at the range. No, he was, he, he was trying to show me. He was trying to mansplain me. <laughs> oh, and you just said you just let it rip. No, I didn't know. He just like came up from behind. Oh, I get it. Okay, you know what I mean. Yeah, I probably miss. I probably made it confusing by saying walk in front of me. He walked so like you hit up, him on your backswing. Yeah, mm. really hard in the head. And yeah, he wow. was pissed, but I just was like, well, why were you there? Make yourself known. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell? Not good. Um, damn. Yeah. So yeah, we're did, did golf lessons, really trying to get good at that. It's very difficult. I must tell you, I sound very old and white, but golf is fucking hard. And like, there's just so many things to think about all in the swing, like so many little minute things. It's just insane. Sort of, yeah. Probably overthinking it. Well, it's all mental. Maybe it's my coach that's overthinking it. I was not overthinking it. And then he keeps putting like layers on it. You know what I mean? He's like, okay, and then we're going to start worrying about this. And then we're going to start thinking about this. And I'm just like, I can't think about all those things at the same time. You know, it's bad if you can't think about all those things at the same time. Because I'm just like, let me get consistent contact, all right? Like, let's just get there first, and then we can work on, like, the minutia, okay? Like, let's just get consistent. I think that works better for me. So when we go to the – Boyd and I are going to practice this weekend, and so, like, I'll – You should just gonna... go play. Okay. I'm serious. Yeah. There's no better experience than, like, actually just playing on the golf course. But we don't even – Nobody's watching you. There's literally nobody around to see you. You're not going to make no, a fool. There's a fuck ton of people here right now. I mean, yeah, but they're on different holes. Like, it's not like they're sitting around watching what you're doing. They're watching their own balls. Mm. These people are bananas. <laughs> I think you might be bananas. <laughs> I might be. But, yeah, a couple more lessons, then we'll, we'll get okay. out there. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to go with Boyd's right. uncle. That's who, that's who the first person we're going to go with. Because he's like oh, a real golfer. Just go? No, because we don't even well, know Well, that's even worse. You're going to go with a real golfer. Yeah, he's nice. He knows. He he knows that we're beginners, you know. He's yeah, not expecting. But I keep I keep joking with everyone. I'm like, what are you gonna do when I'm on tour? <laughs> Come watch. Yeah, I'm I'll like, get oh, my clap on, wait. my snap on. <laughs> just wait until I'm on tour. I love that. <laughs> I have a lot of time to practice, so you know, it's very it could be doable. All right. Have you been like chipping in your backyard? Mm-mm. Not no yet. Time. No. Um. Because I've actually been working like a dog. I've been right. working insane hours still. Um, walked into my inbox today. 550 emails. Left my inbox today with 200 emails. <sighs> Just bad news bears over here. Brutal. Yeah, that's <laughs> brutal. Is right. I, I actually didn't even check my inbox today. That's nice. I didn't do it for the past two days because I was just feeling yeah. like so burnt out. Like I had a really busy week last week on top of a really crazy work week. Um, and so on Sunday, I just – I don't know. I just kind of hit like a point where I was like, I don't want to talk to anyone. I just want to get what we need to get done and then I want to go into the kitchen and I want to cook and I want to bake and don't talk to me. That was it. <laughs> Heard that. Off duty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just needed to like decompress for a couple hours. Understand. Um, I wanted to ask you, have you ever done a fast? Oh, yeah. How many days? So the longest I've gone is three days. Okay. And I did that when I was like doing keto stuff when I was mm-hmm. keto. Okay. Um, Boyd's, and then I've done like Boyd's juice doing. cleanses and stuff, but that's not the same as really a fast. Yeah, no. But yeah, no, I did three days. 
Boyd's doing a three day fast one today or three day fast today. He just start, he started. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> How's he feeling on Wednesday? Um, he said he's hungry, but he said he's not like overly hungry. And then he said to me, which I found so interesting. He said, Katie, I'm hungry. Like every minute of the day so and we intermittent fast he intermittent fasts like way more than me and like more purposefully like i just do it because it's like it feels right um Mm -hmm. he's like literally every minute of the day i could eat something and i just was like it's all that's mental but like i don't have that yeah that's like that's met that's mental that's like in your head yeah but he's just Mm -hmm. said like he's like i purposely have like i have to work not to eat like in the morning yeah. when I'm intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. And so I just like that different, like that's just not the same for me. That's really, you know, I just didn't realize. Yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't know you felt that way. Like I didn't know that like that was like you could eat something all the time. Like I don't have that very frequently. Yeah, I used to feel like that. Like I used to really struggle with eating. It was my Roman Empire. All I would think about was like eating. Like what am I going to eat next? When can I eat next? What am I allowed to have? I could eat right now. What's What are they cooking? What was that smell? Like all day. Hmm. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think made you ch- like change your mindset if you've had both? Because I don't think um, I've really ever had like that. Like, like I crave food sometimes, but it's not like I don't. It's not like a daily thing that I'm like sitting there thinking about the food. Honestly, I think that my relationship with food really changed one during my depressive episodes because mm-hmm. I was I st- I just stopped thinking about it because I was thinking about like surviving yeah Um, yeah yeah. which is fucked up but that's really i think that's really when it changed and then Mm -hmm. and then that just wasn't part of my like daily thought process anymore Mm. and then two when i started cold plunging i feel like that affected my nervous system in some way where i was just started being like only thinking about food when i was actually hungry rather than just thinking about food because it was like Mm -hmm. a dopamine hit Mm. so i don't really know I mean, I know that people do a lot of therapy to try and break those thoughts Hmm. because it's overwhelming. Did you eat with – like, did you eat your feelings? I think, like, when I was younger, I did. Um, I would say that in the last couple years of, like, that depression, not so much. Yeah. um, Because it was just, like, honestly, feeding myself was hard. Yeah. But, yeah, I used to when I was younger. Hmm. definitely i grew up in a house where it was like there was always comments on what you were eating so then it made you like want to eat that stuff more because you weren't supposed to you know Mm. um and then like if i was alone i would eat and it would be for fun interesting Mm -hmm. so i've never had that like i never found like comfort in food you know yeah Mm. i think I think my family does, but I don't think I, like I've never, you never have. I remember even like in high school, um, you would never finish your lunch. Like you'd always have, a, cause we had math the last period of the day together in 10th grade. You remember that? And you'd always have stuff left in your lunchbox. And I always remember just being like, can't relate. Really? Yeah. You'd always have like crackers or something. Always. I remember that. Interesting. <laughs> and I was so like, it must be so that. freeing to just be able to eat. I just move on with your day. <laughs> like, wow. I'll never forget that. <laughs> that's wild. That's like a luxury I didn't know I had, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's crazy. That's so funny that you remember that. Mm-hmm. You remember we had I... math together? Was it Miss Siemens? Oh, my God. That fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, was waged... thinking of, I was thinking about something the other day. So we had that math class with one of my friends from, like, kindergarten. Um, do you know who I'm talking about? I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And he liked you. And like, you guys were kind of flirting a little bit, nothing crazy. And you guys had been texting and he, he came to me and he's like, I don't know what to do. Like, she doesn't, she's like annoyed that I, I don't talk to her and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, what's the problem? He's like, well, I go to bed, I go to bed early. And I was like, so just tell her that say like, I'm going to bed. Good night. So that night he texted you and he was like, sweet dreams i'm going to bed or whatever and you responded to him and you were like why the fuck are you going to bed at 8 30 and he was so upset about it 
about it. he's like you gave me the worst i'm like i didn't know you were going to bed at 8 30 <laughs> and then that was it you guys no nothing ever happened no there. nothing ever no nothing ever came to fruition <laughs> like, why the fuck are you going to bed at 8 30 why i asked i'm like why are you going to bed at 8 30 <laughs> what's going on why was i so mean <laughs> I don't know. I think that's a regular response, though. Like, if someone texted me at eight thirty and they were like "night night" or whatever, I'd be like, "What?" Also, also, I think probably like the sweet dreams. Like, I was like, "What?" Yeah. Oh my god. Wait. Oh wow. I can't even remember that I talked that. It's just so funny. Yeah, I only remember because of that incident. Wait, I remember so many embarrassing things from that class. That class. Okay, so Mrs. Siemens, Miss Siemens was this math teacher, and she had worked there for like thirty-five years. Like, she was. Mm, I don't know, 60s, and this was her first job and only job ever. Okay, but and she was in her 60s, but she also looked like she was 80. Yeah, no, You know how some like, people are 60 and you're like, wow, you look amazing? Not her. No, that woman was so old and she was like a cantankerous bitch. Like she was so annoying and just took math <laughs> so seriously. And I just, I just despised her. Like she just annoyed the she fuck out of me. She would do this. Katie, she would do that. You know exactly what I'm talking about. She'd always I do, do that. I She'd do. walk around and look at her homework or whatever. <sighs> Katie, yeah, not just me though. To everyone, like, yeah, I know. I'm just using stuff. you. Yeah. I'm just using you because I because I we sat near each other, so I would always hear that. <laughs> but just so the <laughs> listeners know, it wasn't just. Oh yeah, yeah. She, she was wasn't the problem. That- Katie wasn't the problem. It was anyone who like skipped a question or didn't, didn't do, do the it the way she wanted. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but she – I was a problem, though. I definitely incited violence in that classroom. Like, I just always would, like, poke and prod her and, like, oh, I just would make what fun of her. What was I like her. in class? Um, I'm trying to – we didn't have a whole lot of classes together. I know. I feel like I'm year. just pretty quiet in class. I would talk to, like, my friends and then I'd get in trouble for talking and then I'd shut up. Yeah. No, you were we – were, we're, I think, like, we were friendly because there's a photo of us – we all had the same Uggs on, me, you, and Katie Spencer. And so there's a photo of us, like, from math class where we all Katie took Katie Lewis. Oh, Katie Lewis, yeah. I love her. I still see her. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think, like, I remember that class. And then um, I remember, oh, my God, one day we were laughing and I farted. And so then everyone started laughing. And it was, like, really audible because of, like, those hard plastic chairs. And then, like, Walker teased the shit out of me for, like, weeks. <laughs> Oop, and you like sat in the back too, so I'm sure that echoed. Yeah, it was. I don't was remember that specifically, but I'm I glad remember a, lot. a lot of a lot of people looked. Yeah, I, I was like a little embarrassed, but I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't hold on to embarrassment that bad, like like for that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, you take it on the chin. Did yeah. you like? Were you a in class texter? Mm, I'm sure I was. I remember a couple times, like, I would always keep my cell phone in, and my cell phone was one of those ones that opened up and it had a full keyboard, but on the front, mm-hmm. it was just, like, the numbers, you know? Yeah. Like, it didn't – yeah. So, I had that in my pencil bag in, like, the mm. front mesh pocket, and I would, like, text like that, and I remember Slick. one time she came up to me and she said – she was like, stop texting. <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> then can I go to the bathroom? <laughs> text there yeah i don't know i don't i never got like i didn't really get in trouble like i never got detention i oh same like you know like i'd get in trouble during class not in trouble but just like scolded yeah yeah yeah. i remember in in i think had to have been 10th grade same year um in my science class i had miss maxfield and like during tests she would have us sit at different spots because we couldn't just sit in our seats to take tests because we were too close to each other and I my spot was at her desk and Mm. I don't know if I've told this or not but I I sat down at the desk and I see this like it's at attention all of Ginny Parker's teachers and I was like what's that so of course I read it and it was like ways to keep Ginny Parker focused keep her away from and it like lists a few people like Dylan Cox was on there he's been on my list since kindergarten we're not we were not allowed to be in class together Wait, in, they send lists like that? They send shit like that around? 
Yeah. And like she printed it. I don't know if it was an email or if it was a printout or whatever, but I read the whole thing. It's like ways to keep her focus, sit her in the front of the class, ask her questions, um, whatever. So Miss Maxfield comes over to hand me my test and she flips, she grabs that paper and she flips it over. And I go, no need. I already read it. And she was like, (sighs) it's like so typical. (laughs) But yeah, I'll never forget that. I'm like, so they gave that to every single one of my teachers. That's wild. I had no idea yeah. that like the teachers communicated. I honestly assume that they communicated really poorly. I have a feeling it was like one teacher said something and then said it to our guidance counselor. And he was like, oh, let me pass this out or let me get the consensus or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I don't think they were all meeting and chit-chatting about the students. Yeah. But then probably and- the guidance counselor was like, oh, I've heard this one before. Yeah. Well, especially because like you're just not like a problematic student. It wasn't like you were like – I don't know. You know, there were just kids in high school that you knew if they were in your class, you guys were just going to have to deal with like a lot of bullshit. You know, like there were just those oh, kids yeah. who were like, ugh. God, I was just like, not- no, I'm, I'm not problematic, but I'm chatty. And also like I would laugh. And you know me with the laughing. Like once I start. Oh, yeah. Once you start. Oh, and like you had man. like a little – you had like a group of people who entertained you and you're still in your friends with and so like still currently to this day yeah and like yep i feel like you guys all had like a lot of classes together mm-hmm. yeah yeah so and but it was all but i'm the loudest and i laugh the loudest and so i was always the one taking it <laughs> and i feel like i don't know i feel like guys don't get in trouble the way that girls do no they don't what's up with that because they're charming yeah, I don't know. Guys, because like boys are supposed to be boys. Like, I don't know. But I always felt like that. I felt like guys could get away with so much more than the girls in most scenarios. Yeah. Especially the fucking Miss Siemens. Yeah. And then, but I also would like always go in for extra help too. So, like, the teachers knew me. You know what I mean? I feel yeah. like it's easier to like scold someone that you know than yeah. you don't. Cause I'd all, cause I couldn't pay attention. So I'd always be in there afterwards getting extra help. I, um, I remember like I had statistics with Dave my senior uh, year and Dave would be like, Oh yeah, you're just going to doodle all class and then say, can I come in for extra help? <laughs> like Always make fun of me. I'm like, well, I just can't listen when she's talking like that. Like I need one-on-one. I just do. Oh my God. And like, she was so boring. She just was so boring. I don't, and but that you was know, to her. Because I think she like did teach me a lot of math. I definitely learned a lot of math because I went into college and I killed it in math when I had to take math in college. Yeah. And a lot of kids See, did. I, took- I did people's I- math homework for – like they paid me to do their work for the semester. Wow. I wasn't doing that. But I took two math classes that, that year that we had that math class together. Like I was taking three and four. Um, so – I remember like, that. I, yeah. So like I would get help from – Miss Siemens. So like I, again, she knew me. Um, After I got diagnosed with ADD at the end of my sophomore year, I got to come back in junior year and get to go to like the resource room, which mm. was the biggest come up of my life. That shit was lit. And limited in there? time, me and like two help people and like but, me. But like who were the help? Like, did you like the help people? Oh yeah, they were dumb. And that was for tests? Yeah, I could do- go whenever I wanted and for mm. whatever I wanted. But I usually only did it for math because I was pretty good in everything else. Um, so I would like – and they would like give me the formulas. And then I would be like, ugh, I don't I don't really know how to do this. And they'd be like, oh, it's okay. We'll show you how. And then they would basically tell you how to do it. And they'd be like, now you solve it. And I'd be like, okie dokie. I can do this. Thank you. <laughs> it gave was me the recipe. Am- it was amazing. It was the best. I was like, wow, this, this is amazing. I felt like I was cheating, but it was real. <laughs> But you weren't I legally. Weren't. I weren't. I weren't. I wasn't. Wait, did I tell you about the time that did I tell, did I tell this story? Um, the time that Mister accused me of cheating on a I test. Mean, I know about this story, but I don't think you've told it. Okay, so this science. Do you want to use his name? Oh, uh, probably not, Mister Anal Kiss. Um, well, that gives it away. But okay, no. that'll I'll do. Keep it out. Um, this teacher. <laughs> Mr. Poopy Pants. Um, <laughs> he was a real dick and a real hardo who thought he was like real tough teaching science at a high school in New Hampshire. But that is neither here nor there. He 
was not nice. He started out liking me and then he didn't like me that much. And this was when I just first transferred. And so I was trying to like get my bearings and understand. And that man gave me zero grace. And that's fine. So I don't know when it was. I think it was like second semester. So it was like, end, you know, springtime. And um, I, we had a take-home test. And so we were obviously allowed to use our textbook. And so I did the take-home test and I handed it in. And then I was in math class, in Miss Siemens class. I don't know how long, a couple of days later or whatever. And I get called to the principal's office. And did someone this come is what grab I remember. Me? Yeah, someone, someone came and got you. Me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they, it's like him and I want to say Mrs. Parsons or maybe my guidance counselor, the principal or, or the guidance counselor. And they accused me of cheating. He said, you cheated and you, I gave out two tests and you had test A and you cheated off with tests of, off of someone with test B and you didn't even read the questions. And he basically like lambasted me and called me stupid without calling me stupid. And I kept saying I did not cheat because I didn't cheat. Cause how could I cheat? It was a take home test. Mm -hmm. What was it? A couple days later. Do you remember the details? No, I don't. I, I only really remember. Cause I don't think you and I were really friends at this point, but I do remember that they came and got you out of class. And then yeah. it was like, you were really upset about it. And I remember like yeah. you were upset. Like it really it affected you because yeah. Like, I didn't know what happened, but I knew that whatever happened, you were saying you didn't do it and you were really upset about it. Yeah, because I didn't do it. I did not cheat. And I didn't and have like him just... as a teacher, so I didn't, like, really know what was going on. But, yeah, yeah no, it, was like, was... it was like a couple days after. Yeah, and then he – I think he called me to his office or something, but he basically realized that he graded my test with the wrong answer key. And that's why right. he thought that I cheated. Right. He gave you test B and he was like, you cheated off a of test A, but really he was grading off a of test A. Yes. And yeah. went up all the way to the principal's office, called my parents. Obviously the whole school knew about it. It was so mortifying because like, why would I cheat on a take-home test? And that's literally what I just kept saying. I was like, and we had like a week to do it. It was like a long time. And I just was like, why would I cheat? How like, and he just, he blew my spot up and I know he felt really bad afterwards, but yeah, it really fucking affected me because like, I'm a very honest person. And like, if you catch me in a, like, if you catch me in a fuck up, like I always would admit it. I'm not one of those kids yeah. that know, like thinks that you can like lie your way out of it. My mom always taught me if you lie, you're going to get caught. No matter if it's tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, 10 years, you're going to get caught. Yeah. And so point. I, I never lied. Like mm -hmm. I was not And you were also, you were also new and struggling in this to like yeah. fit in. So it was like a lot. Yeah. It was so yeah. overwhelming. And to just like be so attacked by a teacher who like literally made the dumbest mistake and like, you know, didn't have to eat shit for it, but I did, you know, it just... It really I'm surprised me he apologized. I mean, I'm glad that he apologized to you, but I'm surprised because I only thing I know about him is he's a dick. Yeah, no, he was a dick. I think he kind of had to because he involved the fucking principal, like and like your parents, and then it was yes. like, oh, like and she my guidance actually, counselor. Yeah, because that affects everything. Everything like, that affects going to college. <laughs> yeah, like if you're a cheater. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's major, and so it's just like, yeah, I mm, that was like one of the that's like one of the core memories from high school is just, yeah, I don't know. Always feeling like adults never could believe me, even when it was like obviously their fault. <laughs> yeah. Brutal. Like, hello. Yeah. What are we so doing here? Brutal. Yeah. That was the worst. Um, and then on a happier note, one time there was a blood drive and I had a math test my junior year and I said I felt faint after giving blood and I got to take the math test on Monday and I was more prepared and I did better. So that's that was a come up too. Love that. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Me too. That was Miss um, Valier. She was dope. Yeah, she was. I loved Miss Valier so much. Wait, so when I was in college, this is like kind of dark, but okay. Um, okay, so I was like going to school and I I pull into school one day and I get a call that like one of my friends had passed away. And so and um, I was like, oh my God, I can't go to class. So I like went into class to tell my teacher, like I'm not, cause, cause our, 
attendance was really counted. So I went into class to tell her, I was like, can I talk to you? Whatever. So she comes out in the hall and I was like, listen, I, I can't be here today. I got to go, I, but I'm already here. So I wanted to tell you. And she goes, oh, no worries at all. You can take the test next week. I didn't know we had a test. And I just remember being like, okay. And I left and I left and then I, I like, it was fucked up, everything that happened. But I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah wow, thank God. Like I didn't have to take that test today because I didn't know that we even had one. And it was Would just like a well? crazy. No, no, I didn't do the reading. <laughs> it, was oh. like, it was on it was on a book that we were reading, but I'm a quick reader. So I, I you know, I picked it up, but yeah, yeah, I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe that. She was like, oh, you take, you can take the test on Monday. No worries at all. And I was like, okay, <laughs> thank you. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Hmm. I'm trying to think about college. It's just crazy. Like, I don't know. The attendance thing always blew my shit. I know. Or like when I was at UNH, we had those clickers. Oh, I'm talking about. So you'd like go into class and then you'd have to click your clicker to say you were there. So if people weren't going, they'd give you their clicker and be like, just click it. Oh no. I never went to like answer questions on the clicker. No, I've never like show that you were there. No, I went to a small school. I've never had a big lecture. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, I had really big lectures at UNH. Hmm. Did you feel a difference in like education? Yeah. I hated it. Please. I couldn't even focus in a 20 person classroom. You think I was doing good in 300 people lectures? <laughs> no, I transferred to Tampa and that's really when I excelled because my classes were mm. really small. All of okay. them very small. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I feel like there was like a really big jump for me. Like, um, like able to, when I was able, like in college, I was able to focus. I think a lot more, maybe because I was more interested in the subjects, or I just felt like more impelled and, com- and like in um, compelled and like empowered. Like I don't know, but yeah. um, I don't know. I definitely felt like college was just kind of easy for me. Like I, you know, I really it was I, like I had hard moments, but like I really just enjoyed it, and the structure worked really, really well for me. Yeah, I yeah. I didn't love I didn't love it. Mm. like I didn't like really I, like UNH and then like I liked being in Tampa but I always worked full time so it was just like yeah school is just like, another like fucking sense. thing on the list yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's get it done that's, yeah that's wild um have you watched the show love on the spectrum I haven't seen it but I've seen like some clips from it and there's this one girl from it Abby that I've been following on social media for so long so I love seeing her. I always watch like her clips from it, but I haven't actually watched the show. Okay. You need to watch it and everyone listening needs to watch it. If you just need like a feel good about the world show, you need to watch the show. I started watching the Australia one, I don't know, a while ago. And then when the US one came out, I've watched all of it and now I'm watching this this new season and it is just the most heartwarming genuine sweet show like i cry almost every single episode because it's just so sweet what because they're so just like upfront with each other they just like it they just all want just love like that's all they want they don't care what the person looks like or what you know or like they all they just care about is like if the person has the same hobbies as them and if they you know if the person likes them and if they like the person like that's all they mm-hmm. care about and it's just so sweet and it's just like i don't know just so um pure so pure the perspective they bring to the world is just so amazing and it just oh my gosh it just like makes me you know just i don't know i just love them all like i just i'm I'm in love with them (laughs) and um, they just they just they're so funny like they just so are they're inadvertently hilarious and so it's just like like abby she's just so honest um she'll Mm -hmm. just like if david's doing something she'll be like david stop that's annoying and then like a minute later she'll be singing like lion king you know or she'll like i love her she has this she has this thing wherever she's looking at um like her stuffed animals or anything and she'll be like she'll turn to whoever's there who are they looking at and they have to say they're looking at you and then she'll be like oh they are Yeah, she's she's funny. Her mom runs like a couple accounts for her of just like her daily life and it's so cute to keep up with. Her mom is so funny. Like they're going to Africa. David's family is I think take maybe the show, but they're going to Africa. Her and David, her boyfriend who she met on the show. And her mom is like interviewing and she's like, "Yeah, 
Um, Abby already told me I'm too poor to afford to go to Africa. So I'm glad she gets to go. (laughs) (laughs) That's rich. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like classic Abby. (laughs) Yeah. Of course she said that. She wasn't lying. (laughs) Oh, get it? Yeah, I do. Okay. (laughs) Funny. (laughs) Very funny. Um, Yeah, no, I fucking love that show. It's just, man, 10 out of 10. Can't recommend enough. Um, One thing we forgot to mention last week is we want to hear from you. So you should email us. If you have (laughs) situations or stories, like have you ever had a glitch in the matrix? Do you experience deja reve? Um, tell us about your high school stories. Did you go to high school with us? And do you remember things about us that we don't remember? Tell us. Who knows? And if you want to be read on the podcast, let us know. And we will not drop your name or we will drop your name, depending if you want that. And what is it? GabbyGirlsPod at gmail.com. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll throw it on the Instagram. But we would just love to hear from you. Um. PSA. You could DM us too. Slide in. Yeah. Whatever you want. Whatever works. Yeah. Um so I want to talk to you. Okay. About traveling. So I traveled again this weekend. Um, by the way, today's Monday for us. So this will come out on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Um, I went to Atlanta this weekend. And I noticed that when every time I land in Atlanta, we hit the ground so hard. Hmm. Like my head, like, I mean, it doesn't, it's never really hit the ceiling, but it feels like it's going to like, Mm -hmm. we hit the ground so hard. I'm just wondering, like, have you experienced, do you experience that? Have you noticed that happens anywhere? Or is it just like a ride to ride basis? Cause I feel like for me, normally it happens sometimes, but consistently when I land in Atlanta, I think more of like a ride to ride basis. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's also and like, like, what does indica- that have to do with like the runway? Yeah. Or maybe winds, you hmm. know, like the, the downwinds or drafts or whatever, as you're coming in, maybe it's like swaying it. And so it's hard to, to judge. And then I think probably short runways too, but that's probably more like if you feel like a very vertical dissension. Like I can't remember like where quick. it is, like St. Saint Th- Thomas or St. John's is like the shortest runway in the world and it's like mad short and you come in like almost like vertically down. Oh, that's scary. Then, yeah. People, it's like a whole tourist thing. Like people stand like right underneath it because it feels like the plane is going to like hit you. Hmm. Yeah. It's like a whole, I know people know what I'm talking about. Like they stand there and they wait for the planes to come in. Yeah. 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 I've, I've seen that too. Also, yeah. like on the Kardashians, do you remember when they went? Yep. Where did they go? Yeah, I don't know. Wherever that is, right? But do you know what I'm talking about? They went, they were on an island and like the runway was really short and they were all freaking out about it. It's that one. Okay. Yeah. No, but so, I, yeah, no, I don't know. But I think also like um, how you take off is indicative of how the plane, like how the pilot's going to like navigate the flight. Because if you know, like people who take off just like, metal to the pedal like pedal yeah. metal <laughs> like she goes. So fast. yeah and you just feel like you left your guts like behind yeah. you you know or mm-hmm. I, I feel like pilots like that you know you're just not gonna have a good landing and you're probably gonna have a bumpy ride um but i also have like a problem where i get like really ill when i feel ill when we're landing these days it started happening a couple years ago, but it's like always when we're landing, I feel like I'm going to vom. And so I have to like roll up in a tiny little ball and focus on my breathing. And I don't know what it is, It's but it's recent. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really so weird. I don't get that. I don't get nausea, but I did notice that like every time I fly, which is has been frequent lately, I get like a rash. Like I start to get a rash on my arms. It goes away pretty quickly, but like I start to get a rash every time I fly. Is it like, itchy? It's itchy. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. And I'm like, I don't know if it's because I'm stressed, cause, but I'm not really stressed. I'm just yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Or just is I it don't from know. touching the arms? I always wear long sleeves, oh. and then then maybe I think maybe it's because I'm wearing long sleeves. But I always wear long sleeves, so I really don't. I don't know what the problem is. Yeah, I don't know about that. That's odd. 
Yeah. And then I'm like, maybe it's the elevation, but I don't mm-hmm. really know how that could affect how that would affect your skin. I just noticed it that, does- it's been, that it happens every time. How long into the flight? I don't really notice it because I pretty much sleep on the plane. I don't usually notice uh, it like on the flight. It's afterwards I get off and I'm like, oh, my arms are so itchy. Like, what is going on here? And then I'll have like some spots and whatever, like a little reaction. That's really peculiar. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like around my bra line too, but always when I fly. Have you looked it up? No, I haven't. I, I, the thing about me is I don't really want to – I don't need to look things up like that. I should. But I don't because I'm like, I don't want to scare myself and like mm. make things worse or something. Yeah. So okay. I just, I really haven't, but I'm like, maybe I just need to drink more water when I'm traveling or whatever. Interesting. Have you ever taken like an allergy pill before? I started taking them actually when I wasn't, okay. So when I went to, when I was at Vicky's wedding, we got spray tans and I had a crazy allergic reaction to the spray tan. So I started taking allergy pills then, not every day, but like I did that day and like you know basically until it went away and then i have been when i was flying mm. does it, help? it still happen it still happened this time like in it, when i flew to atlanta and then when i flew back and it's lasts for like a day and a half too yeah so I, I went there thursday by like friday night i was fine it was gone and then i have it again now because i came back yesterday that's really peculiar yeah it's fr- it's making me a little frustrated i'm gonna look it up like, leave me alone. Yeah. I'm going to look it up and I'll let you know what I find. Okay. Report back. I'm interested. Yeah. Yeah. When I got to Korea, I had it and I had it on my face too. Like, I, my face was like red and itchy and stuff. And I, I think that that was because I was, when I was sleeping on the plane, I was leaning everywhere. Mm. <laughs> like, on, like on the window and mm-hmm. I don't know because it was yeah. a long flight, but I, I'm yeah. not sure. Okay. I'll do some research. Um, I cannot believe so Boydner, you know, we just, we talked yesterday about all of the travel we have coming up. We've got a baptism. We've got two weddings. Boyd has to go to LA. Boyd's going to Scottsdale, Scotts, Scottsville, Scottsdale, Scottsdale, Yikes. Arizona. Um, yeah. Arizona in a week. We just have like a lot. We're trying to go to Europe. I might have an, I'm going to have an event in May. We just have a, like a lot coming up in the next couple of months. And so we were just trying to like plan our travel and we're starting to look at tickets and stuff and mm-hmm. tickets are just so outrageous expensive i can't literally to go from philly to like west palm 500 dollars economy i know i was looking at tickets to fly to you and i was like well, i don't know when i could even go when i could like even afford to go because it's all red it's so expensive it's crazy i don't mm-hmm. understand like how how are people paying for how 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 are people paying for this yeah it's it's outrageous like, like I to don't compare know. a ticket a round trip ticket to london back when i backpacked so like in 2017 so it was a long time ago but it still should like i still felt like it was expensive then it was 700 dollars round trip now two thousand dollars round trip to london yeah that's wild yeah that's i think like, like i think for me to go to korea it was like three that still like doesn't even compare it's a lot like that just like it's a lot of money yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's crazy. yeah tickets are so expensive everywhere too like i was trying to fly to see Vinny, and those tickets are like five it's like five hundred dollars round trip and it's i don't like, understand i'll pay it but it's a lot that's a lot of money to fly not that far no i know and it's like literally we were we talked about it um we were just like if we had a gas car it's almost worth it to drive because you can do it in like 18 yeah. hours. And so it's just like at that that's, point, if it's going to. That's long though. But like, you know, or it's just like if it's going to save $2,500 and if it was just like 18 hours of driving, because like Boyd will just push through, you know, it's like with the charging, it was really, really hard. But like, you know, we just were like, it's just crazy to spend that much money on travel. Like, and it's, you know, we were excited to go to these people's weddings and like, you know, all this stuff, but like mm-hmm. everything's just, like hotels are expensive. It's all outrageous. Oh my gosh. Hotels in New York right now, 700 bucks for 200 square feet. I kid you not like not yeah. even enough room for your luggage. I don't, I it's crazy. What, what do we do? I don't know. And like, why? <laughs> and is it like, is it ever going to go down? 
do we need to have like a major recession in order for it to go down? Is like that the only solution? Like, aren't like, we already how? doing that? <laughs> I don't even know. No, because the stock market. Oh, I guess because the stock market is booming, so that's makes it not a recession. And our economy isn't like shrinking. I don't know. Yeah, I guess like what? When was that? That it was like starting to. Two thousand eight when it crashed, crashed. No, no, I know that. I know that. But oh. In recent times, like when um. I would say like probably like May and June of last year is when people like started to be like, oh, I think we're going to hit a recession because inflation's been really high for like two years. Yeah. Like ungodly right. high. And so then they were doing like after all like the COVID. Fed. Yeah. And then they were because all the free money that we gave out and then the Fed Nothing's started free. hiking. The- yeah. Correct. Fed started hiking interest rates to try to combat it. And then like the housing market thing, you know, just – just crazy. I don't right. Wild times. Everything's expensive. Groceries are expensive. Yeah. Oh my gosh, groceries are insane. Like I don't know. I just keep like looking at like figures of, you know, when our parents were making thirty grand. That's the equivalent of like one hundred and sixty grand now. Back like compared to like the seventies. Yeah, and it's like who's it's... making that? Right. Normal people aren't. Right. And you know, like I don't know. It's just like college kids expect to make. 80 grand coming out of college. No, that's not going to happen. That's so funny. I made 42 out of college and that was Me like, too. that was tight. Me too. I had to fight to get out of the thirties. Like that I was got tight. like Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. I was still working on the weekends at the, at the diner. I would get down to like 30 bucks in my bank account. Yeah. Like I'd be like, I was playing with fire, swiping my debit card at the end of every two weeks. Like, yeah. I remember crying to my boss because she like, I don't know. I think I asked for a raise and she said no. And I was like, I can't even afford a couch. Like I literally can't afford anything. Like please, for the love of God, pay me ten thousand, five thousand dollars more a year. It doesn't matter to you. It like is life or death for me. Please. <laughs> right. Because like everything's ap- expensive on top of like you know rent is. I think my rent was like thirteen hundred dollars. And you have your car payment and your student loans and like all this other shit. It's crazy. Yeah. And like, I, you know, I had to pay health insurance. Yeah. That, um, for me, it was like water, electric. Like I was living alone in my little apartment. So I had to pay for everything yeah. myself. Same. I was like so strict with my budget. I spent $70 on groceries every 10 days. That wow. was like my, yeah. Cause you know, I like just like ate vegetables, like a loaf of bread would last me like a month. Yeah. Get a carton of eggs and like, you know, that was some rice and that pretty much sustained me for two weeks <laughs> i was so frugal so proud of myself <laughs> yeah i um my frugality is that a word <laughs> it's yeah. like dollar beers <laughs> remember that in tampa <laughs> dollar beers oh yeah it's like yeah. the best night of the week like, <laughs> oh something i can afford thank god <laughs> We're like, oh, we'd man. have these happy hours in Tampa too. That was like, you'd pay, I don't know, ten bucks or something, and it was all you can drink for a couple hours. So like, we'd do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a weird time because you're young and wanting to have fun, but you're poor and also working like a dog. <laughs> yeah, and I was working like every weekend because I was doing events, and so yeah. like I didn't even have time. Like I had Mondays and Tuesdays off, or like maybe not even. Maybe I just had Monday off, and so it just was like. I don't know. I just was slaving, you know? I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah. Mm. It was a lot. <laughs> yeah. I like look at, I do this thing like every day where I will be like, oh, what am I going to do now? And then I stop for a second and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so happy to be here that I can even have that thought because mm-hmm. like two years ago, I was working like a hundred hours a week from home, you know, doing software stuff but like i had no freedom none like i was a slave to my computer to my job and like so i i do this thing every day where i'm just like grateful for a few minutes and i'm like oh i'm so happy to be here i'm so happy that i could just like relax for a second a few minutes i do the exact same thing not with those sentiments but every morning i take a walk with bennett and boyd and i just like just say you know i say today's gonna be a great day 
I'm not going to sweat the small stuff. I'm so happy to be here. I can't believe I'm so grateful, you know, lucky to be here. And I just go through the good things. And um, yeah, I just, I just feel like you're, nothing's going to go to plan. So why plan? Like, it's great to have goals and it's great to like plan out like the travel for the next four months, but anything can flip on a dime. And so it's just, I don't try to stress about what's going to happen in more than six months because like, you really don't know. Um, and there's just no, I just, I don't want to waste my energy doing like if, ands, or buts. Oh God, no. Nothing ever goes to plan. (laughs) Yeah. It just doesn't. Things happen the way they happen. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, you know what I mean? Like, like you're like, oh, you know, in five years, like I want to own a company with 10 employees or, you know, like you want to try to put those, like those kind of like big goals, but putting a time frame behind them, I think is, it's not what I do. Like, I just say like, this is like what I want to achieve, but I don't like have like a time frame Cause I think, I don't know, it just puts too much pressure and like, what if it's not meant to be then? Yeah. Or like, what if it's just not me- like, what if you change your mind about what you want to do? Like I've, yeah. I've changed the course of my life so many times that it's funny to think about all the times I said things like that. Like, Oh, in a few years I want to be doing this. Like that's rich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now I just ride the wave. Mm-hmm. Surrender. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever's going to come is going to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, but you still like, need to have momentum. You know, that's where I think like people can get caught up is like they either can get kind of like stuck in like the victim mentality of like nothing good ever happens to me. And then it's like, okay. But what have you done to try to change your situation? And then there's people who are like too extreme and feel too much like they need to be on a timeline and then they're burdened by that. Yeah. That's like mindset stuff though, right? Because like we've said this a hundred times on here, like things aren't happening to you. They're happening for you. So once you can kind of frame, reframe your mindset to like everything that happens isn't a problem. It's just it just is, Mm -hmm. then you can kind of start to make adjustments from there and move a little differently. Yeah. I literally have an example this morning, got out of bed, went to go make coffee. I have my coffee in like a glass jar. The jar slipped, smashed everywhere. And if you've ever cleaned up coffee grounds, you know, it is like the biggest pain in the ass to clean up, shattered all over the kitchen, took me 20 minutes to clean up. And instead of getting pissed, I just was like, Maybe this stopped you from doing something that you weren't supposed to do. Who knows? Maybe I was going to go step in dog shit. Maybe I was going to fall in the pool. Maybe I was going to step my toe. Maybe this was just a little diversion to keep me away from. Maybe you're supposed to slow down. I was just exhausted. You know, just slipped. Yeah. You know, I just was not paying attention. I just remember. And then I just was like, oh shit. Oh. (laughs) Maybe that's why you were meant to wake up and pay attention. (laughs) Maybe something. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it like it goes back to like us saying, I don't know, like last episode or the episode ago, just like, you know, if you miss your plane or you meant to, it's kind of how I, I'm just trying to like install that in my brain. Like, you know, I was late to meet my cousin on coffee for coffee on Saturday and I just was like, well, I guess I'm meant to be late then. Okay. Yeah. Don't sweat it. It is like, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. There's no sweat because yeah. you're already late. You're going to be late anyways. Right. Yeah. So don't, don't try to like push it to get there two minutes faster. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Yeah. That's like the hurry up and wait statement. Like, you know, all they're trying to do is hurry up and wait. Mm -hmm. I feel like, um, that used to be me a lot. You know, I always used to like try to like rush to the finish line and I've really learned to like take my pace, let it go slow, whatever's meant to be, you know, like just go with your own flow and you'll get there. Love that. It's like people who are speeding past you and then you're both waiting at the same red light. They're just in front of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know mm-hmm. what I, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, 100%. Did you have to do that? No. Yeah, or people who are like weaving in and out of lanes and then like you end up passing them because you're just like staying slow and steady and like minding the course. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for me, like when I rush, I miss like silly mistakes. And then if someone calls me out on it, or like if I catch it later or if my boss is like, hmm, like this is weird, you know, 
I get so frustrated because I'm just like, oh, that was so stupid. Like that wasn't even something you don't know. Like that was just like you being negligent and not like even today. I, yeah. Like even today I literally caught myself. I was like, bitch, like I went into, I didn't double check something and I was like, I need to go double check it. I don't want to do it, but I have to do it. And, and it ended up being like a duplicate and I actually like didn't create a problem. And I just was like, see, this is what happens when you go slow. You're thoughtful about your work catch shit yeah Mm -hmm. right take your time yeah take your time people that's the message of today take your time but message us though don't take your time in messaging but take your time in other things (laughs) yeah hurry up and type (laughs) (laughs) all right well what do you plan this week miss travels um what do i have planned this week i don't have any travels planned this week i don't think uh well i didn't have any plan last week either and i that still happened so Mm mm-hmm I don't know. Working this week. Um, I have some art commissions that I got to get going on. Dope. And that's really it. Mm, cool. Yeah. How about you? I'm sure you have a hundred things to do. Got a golf lesson. Got an art viewing. Got a date. <sighs> I, I have a girl date. Mm-hmm. I have Pilates twice. Um, but my wrist has been hurting from the amount of emails I've been sending. This is like my coworker was like, he was like, this is the most dystopian thing ever. My wrist has literally (laughs) been hurting from so many emails I've been sending. And I'm worried that Pilates will exacerbate it because golfing sure did. Yeah. You should maybe take it easy. (laughs) I canceled Pilates last Thursday because I was going to go. And so I need to, I want to go back because I miss working out. Do you have a membership Uh, or do you pay by the class? I do mind body and then i just kind of like caught my stride on class pass if you're familiar okay mm-hmm. and so um at first i did not like class pass because i just felt like it was very restrictive and it was just like a pain in my ass but then my friend sent me like a couple more gyms that i can like kind of frequent and um like a every pilates class i pay for at the studio that i go to is 35 bucks and the class pass thing ends up being like 12 bucks a class and i can get like five out of the month so it's that's nice really worth it yeah it's really worth it Mm -hmm. um yeah but i don't i canceled my other gym membership so because it's all you do yeah it's literally all i do i've started doing like okay it's good hot hot yoga with um like weights that's pretty good and then i don't know if i said this already the class that kicked my ass the most was a bar class like mm. dripping sweat i was sore for probably three days and i don't really get sore like i like a regular pilates class like i don't even feel the next day like maybe my abs my obliques but like i don't really feel it bar class i was shaking <laughs> i was like how are these old ladies doing this like how do they look like no so nonchalant about this i am fucking dying in this corner of this mirrored room have you taken one i haven't taken one but i've heard that about them that they're difficult it's intense and I love it. Like I really love like I don't know, I didn't realize I like hard workouts, but now that I've been going to so many classes, like if if I know the instructor, I'll be like, make it hard, like make it spicy, like please. And they'll always do like more advanced stuff for me so I can like really push it. Mm-hmm. Um and so I like the bar really, really got me going. All right. I did a private Pilates class and I was doing like um more advanced things. And I, that really kicked my ass too. I was shaking and I like really felt it a couple of days like for a couple yeah because they're one on one. They're like we can give you all the hard shit. That's what she said. She was like, I don't get to teach these things to most people, so this is really exciting for me. And I was like, give me all of the crazy things. Like that's what I want. <laughs> You're wild. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Love that. Meanwhile, I'm doing the basement workouts. <laughs> I can't do that. Like I with I don't. I think I'm a pretty motivated person and I think I'm pretty good at motivating myself. I cannot motivate myself to work out at home. Oh, it's just like part of my routine. I just, I wake up every day and I, that's what I do. First things well, first. Is it a treadmill? Yeah, I have a treadmill and then I do weights like off the treadmill. Okay. I think maybe I could do that, but I think it would be hard for me. Yeah. Like having the class, because like I don't even want to go to the class most times. Like I don't know, like just meant it's so funny. Like I literally like every time Boyd's like, I don't want to do this. I don't. I literally like, yeah. I, should I cancel? And he's like, no, go. 
And then the minute I get there, I'm all excited. You know, it's just, Mm -hmm. it's just the act of getting, that's the hard part. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I have thought about getting a Stairmaster because I really miss the Stairmaster, but I don't know if my, my garage ceiling is high enough for it. (laughs) Oh yeah. To like stand on it. Yeah. Yeah. I have to do some measurements. (laughs) That's the only thing I miss about the gym is the Stairmaster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. All right. Ciao for now. <laughs> See you next time. That's another episode of Gabby Girls. Thank you for listening. Make sure to comment, rate, review, and subscribe. Let us know what you think of us and the topics we talk about. We're not for everyone, and that's okay. Bye, Jen. Love ya. Bye, Kate. Love you more. <laughs>